Everyone's Better Than Me, the podcast. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the new year. Uh, I am Cameron Lindsay, if you can believe it, um, which you should. I haven't given you any reason not to believe it so far. Uh, if you're just tuning into the show here on the fourth episode, um, welcome. We're so excited to have you. Go back and listen to those other episodes. Really, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, Anyway, on this episode and on all episodes, we'll have a guest who will come on and help me get better at something, uh, something that they are an expert at, something that they are better than me at. Um, however, I, I really don't like people thinking that they're better than me, and so I will uh, introduce a prank during uh, their teachings uh, to really bring them down to size, really show them what's what. Um, speaking of guests, though, we have a guest today. He's right here. It's Ian Heron, the host of Sigmund Fraud Podcast which has celebrated a year uh, in distribution and is starting season two uh, next Monday. Uh, Ian is an improviser and teacher in, in New York City. And Ian, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It is so great to not see you, Cameron, because your video is not on, and yet mine is. I don't know if that's a part uh, of setting me up to fail with or, or what's happening here, but... No, that's okay. Actually, uh, little known fact, I record all of my podcasts with my eyes closed. So uh, uh, even if your video is on, I can't see you. Right. It strengthens um, your other senses. Exactly. Exactly that. And I really need a good sense of touch uh, at this very moment. Um, I've got a lot of textures here to stimulate my senses in my mind. Great. Um, Ian Heron is the guy you invite on when you want to feel the touch. That's what they always uh, say about me. Well, that's great. Well, you know, that's great that you have a tagline. We have a tagline here, too. Um, it's sort of lengthy at this point. Um, I'll, I'll say what it is now. It's keep getting better again. Semicolon, any keyhole is a goal. Colon, go goblin mode, now and forever. At the end of the show, I'm going to ask you to help me improve that tagline. Mm. Um, but uh, By adding? <laughs> yeah, by adding to it. Uh, I guess you could subtract. We haven't had a guest do that yet, but um, that's mm. always an opportunity. I might get it down to well. just goblin with an exclamation mark. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that could be a... I, I mean, I'm uh, I'm no expert. Uh, I'm just the podcast. Right. You host. said we do that at the beginning um, of the show, right? <laughs> well, we'll you wait said we do it end. immediately and don't wait. No, no I, I think we should wait. Oh, okay. um, if, if anything, just to build the excitement. You know, mm. we've said what we're going to do, mm -hmm. um, and then when we actually do it, people are going to be excited. Mm. Uh, speaking of excitement, Gene, the producer, is over here. Uh, they're getting really excited. Um, and just one second, I'm just gonna. Oh, no. Sorry, I had a quick spanking, uh, put oh. Gene back in their place. Oh. Um, Ian, it's so great to have you on the show. Um, I, I understand we are going to be talking about getting better at the ESPN show Around the Horn. ATH! Um, before we get into ATH and all the other letters that are involved in it, <laughs> um, I, I have a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you. That sure. Hopefully... Uh, we can get to know you a little bit better, get to know our relationship a little bit better. And then also I have two fan-submitted questions that um, I was hoping you would help us answer. Um, so if, if you're ready, we'll just uh, get started. Okay. Uh, and I, how did... Go ahead. I, I, I want to know, is it is it one fan submitting two questions or two separate fans? Do we have proof on that? Do we know the numbers uh, it, of this? We do, yeah. I have both their names and their location. And you said we're um, doing that immediately and not at the end? Uh, this will happen immediately, yes. <laughs> oh, great. First, we'll start with the question... First, we'll start with the questions uh, to help the audience. I love uh, coming I, on podcasts and discussing format and, and, and logistics and timing of when things are supposed to happen. It's what everybody oh, listens yeah. for. I agree. It, you know, honestly, that might be the way to get this episode, this show better, um, is to just make it a logistics podcast. 
<laughs> well, first off, how did, how did we meet, Ian? Um, how do we know each other? Let's see. We met, I think I was parachuting into France, and my shoot failed, and uh, you were uh, parasailing at the time, just coincidentally, and you saw mm-hmm. a man flying out of the sky in France, and you just scared, you yeah. reacted on instinct, and you, you saved my life. You, you, you picked yep. me up. And you, uh, I landed in your parasail and off the water. And, uh, you know, of course, we, uh, uh, we then, you know, summoned Everest together. I mean, we've had a long history, you and me, Cameron. Although I think a lot of people just say that we met at NYU in a class. That's what yep, a lot I think that's right. A lot of people, yeah, simplify it to that. But it's so much deeper than that, really. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it's multifaceted for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, we met in one place, but we got to know each other in other ways. Right, 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 and sure, much more complicated and harrowing. Sure, the NYU class occurred first and and sequentially, but I didn't really meet you then. You know, I only met you when you saved my life. You know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm maybe this leads into the second question. Sure. Um, have we have we ever been intimate? Um, are these the fan submitted questions? No, <laughs> How do I no, know you and have later. we been intimate? Is that what your fans no, want to the, know? These are. These are um, variations on questions that I ask every guest. Okay. Have we ever been intimate? I'm trying to think if I've just, like, held your hand. Um, I don't think I have, but I, I suppose that would be as, as as close as we've gotten. Maybe we've shared some sort of marijuana device together. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's as intimate as I can think that we've got. I have been thinking about intimacy with you, Cameron. I've been thinking it would be perfect if you could find a partner. It could be romantic or it could just be somebody uh, like a roommate or something. But I would love to partner mm-hmm. you, Cameron, with somebody named Lindsay Cameron. I know. Wouldn't that be so great? Yeah, I think yeah, it would be a fun um, little palindrome for you to have some sort of relationship with a Lindsay Cameron. Do you know any Lindsay Camerons? Can we make that happen? Well, when I was in middle school, um, there was this upperclassman uh, who all of the upperclassmen really took a liking to me. And um, one of the upperclassmen uh, is sort of introduced me to the possibilities of love and romance uh, at such a young age by saying that if she and I got married, her name would be Lindsay Lindsay. Um, honestly, that sort of messed me up for a while. So let's move on to the it next question. It messed you question. up? Oh, no. It messed me I, I'm I'm a little scared of uh, people with two of the same names. Right. Um, well, that's why I, I was trying to partner you up with somebody who's the opposite name. And also, oh, okay, I'm not yeah. a member of the Opposites patriarchy, so I don't believe in taking the name. So we'll uh, just yeah, have Cameron I think that's Lindsay, nice. Lindsay Cameron. All right. That I, that would be really pleasant. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, well, um, this doesn't lead into the next question, but which HT... Which HGTV show would we rather live inside as an inescapable prison for the rest of eternity? And of course, I do have the correct answer, which we discussed previously. Okay. So, um. Um, gosh, I just feel like uh, uh, this is not at all about Around the Horn, which is what I was really keen to talk about. But uh, uh, let's see, HGTV show. I'm trying to think of one. What's the one with the brother, the Property Brothers? Is that HGTV? That is HDTV. I, I know we did speak about that one for a while, but of course the correct answer was a uh, fixer upper because like uh, the theme of the show, we are all about getting better. Uh, that's um, about a dentist well, who only for... works on the top row. <laughs> uh, I, that one, I think there is a fixer upper, but that's not the one on HDTV. I think one. that's on TLC or, or the dentist network. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty exclusive package. Which it's, able... it's all inside the mouth, which is what I really look for in a TV show. <laughs> Yeah, if there's anything that I want out of my TV show, it's for it to take place entirely inside Mouse. Okay. Um, well, great. That was all of the uh, get to know you questions, but let's get to the fan submitted questions real oh, quick. Oh, all right. Um, let's just one, run through these, I guess, pretty rapid fire. Uh, the first one comes from Braxton and Santonino in the Philippines. Um, Braxton asks, 
Who would be the worst tennis doubles partner ever? Uh, keep in mind that you are playing against Andre Agassi and Yosemite Sam, that cowboy, what from the cartoons and such. Okay, so who would be the worst doubles partner in that case? I'm trying to think. I, of course, would match up with Agassi. So I'm trying to think of the equivalent of Yosemite Sam who would be worse than Yosemite Sam. I can only think of people who are better than Yosemite Sam is the problem because Bugs Bunny always beats Yosemite Sam. Daffy always beats Yosemite Sam. Oh, I got it. Uh, one of the Monstars pre-getting a basketball player's uh, powers in Space Jam. That would be the worst uh, tennis doubles partner. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, uh, uh, Braxton, it was pretty clear you were setting up for a, a Space Jam sort of reference here by including the um, cartoon character. And honestly, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, um, that's the right move is not a Space Jam with LeBron James, but a Space Jam uh, about... Uh, tennis okay next question um this one comes from diane from merton france can you explain kites to me i've got one up there right now but now what it's just flipping about should i be doing something uh yeah it's about passive enjoyment it's about uh, uh taking the ennui of life and just putting something in the air while the ennui is happening uh it's about uh, uh think of it like a uh think of it like that uh, fixer upper tv show not on uh, hgtv but the other one where you're just kind of sitting still and watching something happen uh, in this case the what happening is uh something flying in the sky uh if maybe if you're bored maybe get a more exciting kite they probably got like a power rangers kite that's pretty exciting or like i don't know a dinosaur kite uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, really the problem is inside you and the darkness inside you. And once you solve the darkness inside you, maybe you'll be happier overall. Perfect. Well, Diane, I hope that helped. Um, uh, Ian, thanks so much for answering those fan submitted questions. Mm -hmm. Our fans are our power and our love. Um, so we always like to give back to them. Love you but, fans. Thank um, you for those very personal questions. Yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, to hell with them. Let's move on to the topic at hand, uh, uh, getting better at Around the Horn. Around the Horn. Now, uh, this is an uh, ESPN show. I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't have cable. Um, I don't watch ESPN. Um, so I, I really feel like I could get a lot better at this. Um, Great. Uh, Give me a quick introduction. What do I need? Around to the Horn is an ESPN show that started about 20 years ago. They just had a 20-year anniversary special in Primetown on ESPN. It was originally hosted by uh, Max Kellerman, uh, and he's a bit of a loudmouth uh, uh, sports uh, a talker. And what he did is he set up four panels of four different guests, all from across the country. So you'd have, and they were all sports writers at local newspapers. So you'd have somebody from the LA Times, and you'd have somebody from the Washington Post, uh, just as examples, in four little screens. And what uh, Max Kellerman would do is he'd score the arguments so that there would be a winner of a sports argument for a change which actually has no uh, real winner so it's all just a bit of fun of like oh who can make the most persuasive argument about something that they uh, have some knowledge about but may not actually know be able to predict the future on uh, and uh, some of the panelists are more eccentric uh, comedians like there's a guy Woody Page who famously had a moment where he's like I'm not wearing pants and stood up and he was you know pantsless in underwear uh, and uh, and other people who are more just like hardline journalists like Kevin Blackstone uh, of the uh, aforementioned Washington Post who just gives really insightful journalism about uh, 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 whether it's his local team like the uh, he did great he had great uh, discussions about the Washington football team changing their name to the Washington Commanders uh, before their name change and how despicable he thought the old name was and uh, why all the implementations that uh, prevented it from changing was a uh, this silly show was a great format for him to get into those serious issues and serious issues like that come up all the time in this uh, fantasy scored argument. Uh, Max Kellerman since stepped aside and that was taken over by Tony Reale, uh, who is uh, another uh, 
very entertaining uh, sports commentator. He was known as Stat Boy on the uh, show that follows around the horn, pardon the interruption. He would come in at the end and give all the stat corrections that the uh, host of that show missed. And uh, so he became the new point scorer on Around the Horn, uh, other than occasional guest hosts, uh, whether Tony was out uh, being a parent or uh, whether he might be sick or something, there'd be an occasional guest host, which was usually one of the other panelists. But uh, Tony would score all these arguments, and uh, he introduced the mute button where he could just silence a panelist so that if everybody was talking all at once, he could mute him. Which, by the way, oh, if we could get that on the major news networks, oh, it would be so lovely. But uh, oh, I thought you were going to ask if we could get it on uh, on this podcast. <laughs> which, um, uh, no, I don't think so. I think that'd be terrible to have a mute button because uh, all of this was really insightful so far. Um, so far, uh, I'm, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm holding out. It could get worse. Um, uh, <laughs> but we're about getting better here, right? And I'd like to, I'd like to get better at this topic. So I guess I have a, a couple follow up questions. Um, one uh, around the horn is uh, is primarily about it seems to me I've been taking notes uh, a sports commentary about uh, uh, whether or not one has pants on and about someone named Woody Page um, which is a great name if you are a paper manufacturer oh I thought I was going to say it's a great name if you're not wearing pants which also works um, yeah maybe both yeah. if you're a paper manufacturer who doesn't wear pants. pants but that actually sounds very dangerous. <laughs> I suppose it depends on your gender, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I know what you mean. Um, well, uh, oh, also, I should say gen- gender is not genitals. Uh, but, yes, uh, uh, if you have if you have a Woody, then you should probably not be working in, in paper manufacturing. I agree. Uh, well, yeah, uh, around the horn. I feel like I, I feel like you're getting some of it, but not all of it. It's It's really the show of competitive banter. That's what they keep saying about it. Uh, and, uh, and there's a, there's a playfulness between the panelists, you know, it's competitive, but it's also, uh, joyous and fun. And, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh it becomes like a, a family, you know, there's a panelist who came on around the horn who watched it growing up and they said, they used to joke that, uh, they would come, they would run home from their college class to go to church, which actually meant watching around the horn on TV. And now they get to be on around the horn oh. as panelists. It's very full circle and cute and fun. Well, that's really fun. Well, I'm, uh, speaking of family and and, yep. and sports and this element of competitive competitiveness and speaking uh, and uh, uh, keeping score, I think it would be great if um, I mean you can hear it now. That is the gotcha alarm going off. So I think it would mm-hmm. be great if I introduced uh, our special guest, uh, the prank here, um, Roger the Cannon Gannon. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Ian, you maybe you already know him, but uh, Roger is of course a color commentator for the Paintsville, Kentucky Little League circuit. Oh yes. Um, so uh, Roger, I'm introducing here onto the show because you know I think you're pretty good at, at telling me about Around the Horn, uh, Ian. But um, you know if you're so good at telling me about Around the Horn, you should probably be able to uh, do so even better with uh, this color commentator uh, talking about um, the game that we're having right now. Um, good, so, good. Uh, I've, I've asked Roger just to I- interject at any point um, with mm. uh, call a commentary about the, the sport that we are You're... engaging in, our repartee. Oh, the mute button is off. Oh, no, here we go. All right, folks, taking the field. We have Ian, poop so big, 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 so, so big, poop, 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 the super pooper heron. I, I should have clarified. Uh, yeah, um, Roger the Cannon Gannon is also well known in his Little League color commentating um, for being primarily scatological oh, in, okay. his, uh, in his color commentary. Right. So, well, at least he started with um, a compliment. I mean, if I'm pooping big, then like, what else is big? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where everybody's mind's going. Folks. That's yeah. I think that's definitely what where everyone's mind is going. <laughs> 
this season, Ian enters the field at six foot five, weighing in at 98 pounds. He has the physique of a boy midway through puberty and all the grace and mental acuity of one, too. Now, see, it's interesting, too, because uh, Roger, uh, despite being a Little League commentator, really talks a lot about the uh, the Little League players' bodies and mm-hmm. physiques. And I think I think that's a little uncouth, especially yeah. after all of the yeah. poop talk. Yeah. But um, he, he did run away from the scatological in that second comment. I'll give him that. Uh, well, um, you know, he'll get back. To I it. just don't worry. I just regret turning on my camera. The only person to turn on my camera because he can just literally comment on my body <laughs> and has done so <laughs> incredibly accurately. Uh, but you know what? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, this actually helps because I didn't mention this. Around the horn is actually named after a baseball right, term like folks. little league. Ian is adjusting his glasses now that are glinting with a devilish sheen like a character in an anime what's he winding up to let's see if it pays off around the horn is a baseball term going from first base to second base to third base uh back to home plate they sometimes do it as a warm-up sometimes you could even do it in a triple play it's one of the most exciting plays in baseball and thus it's the name after the show uh the show creates excitement <sighs> oh that's that's really interesting and a good play i'll add um ian uh to, you did it with a lot of speed um uh, I'm glad that you answered that question too, because I, I'm, one of my questions was specifically about this horn um, aspect. I, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a musical instrument or perhaps something that adorned your head. Uh, great. Um, well, uh, I, I guess uh, let me uh, lob another one at you uh, for uh, for you to hit out of the park. Um, uh, th- these are sports terms. I'm figuring. Uh, I'm with and, you. And uh, so, uh, getting better around the horn. You know, all of these topics are supposed to help me get better as a person. Do you think, what about getting better at Around the Horn will help me be a better person? Oh my goodness. Uh, the different perspectives that you will hear uh, has been especially increased in recent years where they've so much diversified their lineup to where, you know, of course, back in the day of Around the Horn, it was right, a lot of straight folks, white men. We but... have a cisgendered white man explaining diversity to us. Let's see how it But Ian there's does. so many more diverse voices on now. Uh, whether it's uh, 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 LGBTQ uh, voices uh, or uh, people of color, uh, there's so many people more authentically speaking about the sports experience from a number of different angles you on the show. You heard it the here, folks. Ian speaks for the queer community. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, um, I, that sounds like strike two uh, if we're listening to uh, Roger the Cannon Gannon. I think that was um, slightly but, uh, misinterpreted, but okay, strike two, fine. Uh, I we, I mean, I, I'm not going to bicker. He's just the commentator. He's not the umpire, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. he doesn't really get to make the calls. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, Ian, um, I, you know, I, I think that we're just at strike one. I don't want to, um, I don't want to call you out yet. Um, uh, around the horn uh, is specifically the topic that you uh, were hoping for me to get better at. W- what makes this show better than other ESPN shows? Um, you know, if I was going to rank them, I think uh, Around the Horn might be number one, but uh, I think maybe also on the list, at least uh, number thirty is four thirty. Four thirty. It was a bad joke. Yeah. What? Well, uh, no, I think it comes on later, but thirty-four thirty. Yeah. Oh, thirty-four thirty. Oh, I, I misheard the first thirty part. Uh, okay. Well, thirty-four thirty is a great show too. It's a documentary. The thing about thirty-four thirty is it's specific and it's uh, all about the past. Around the horn is daily and updated, so it's a little bit more like news cycleish, oh, and you get a more variety of sports. There, folks. Ian has launched into his explanation of a show and failed to mention the one where the ladies play tennis. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I should have clarified for you there at the top, Ian. Um, uh, Roger the Cannon Gannon is, uh, while a color commentator for the Paintsville Kentucky Little League baseball circuit, is really interested in women's tennis mm-hmm. in a way that um, I think we would call it uh, gross. Um, so Roger uh, likes right. children's bodies and women's tennis, huh? Those are Roger's I interests? don't know that he likes the children's bodies is the interesting thing. Because he, <laughs> he the, the, the ways he describes them are are unpleasant. Okay. Um, okay. I, every time Roger speaks, even though I know I should shut up so we can hear him, I do just want to plow through and keep talking. <laughs> I just talk sure, right over yeah. him and just you ignore everything. That, that he's... folks. Ian <laughs> poops so big. Poop, well, now, should I do it now? Because so he's talking about me pooping big. Is this good podcasting? Me. Is this what people want to hear? Okay. Well, um, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I uh, that was all what I wanted to hear. Um, I, I do want to I, I end, though, uh, I guess, because uh, this is nasty. Um, and, and I think we're getting uh, into some dangerous territory I know we're all talking over the internet, but I'm afraid that you all might get into an on-field scuffle, um, mm. and uh, I might have to use a mute button. Um, mm. Something that I learned about the show. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I am getting better, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I, I'm going to throw the interviewer role over to you, Ian. Oh, perfect. Um, oh, this is what they would call an around-the-horn FaceTime. So at the end, I mentioned there's a scored argument. At the end of the show, whoever has the highest score gets 30 seconds of FaceTime meaning that they oh, just fantastic. get the spotlight to talk about whatever subject they want to talk about. So uh, this is a little bit of an around-the-horn FaceTime for me, it sounds like. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's fair. I was going to say, um, if you were going to try and like test to see if I'd gotten better at around the horn, um, uh, what would you ask me? Um, but yeah, l- let's do this. We can do this FaceTime. It can be that. can be um, whatever you want. Um, uh, but again... Unlike normal FaceTime, I can't see you over video because I have my eyes closed. Okay, uh, uh, I'm just going to ask you uh, questions then, uh, based on uh, some of the things, that, some of the facts I shared. Uh, the panelists on Around the Horn primarily have a certain job. What job is that? Uh, I I believe it was a sports writer for for newspapers and other news outlets. Boom! You got it. Very nice. Uh, uh, I mentioned um, uh, hosts of Around the Horn. How many main hosts of Around the Horn did I mention? How many were there? I think there were uh, the main hosts. I believe it started with Max Kellerman, but has now been handed over to Tony. Um, but I think there are four guests that come on each episode. That's all correct. You've got it exactly right. Uh, and then around the horn is based on a sports term. What does that sports term mean? Uh, that would be baseball, Ian. I think it's going around the bases. Uh, specifically when you're throwing the baseball around the bases, just to just to give you more knowledge for going forward. It's not running the base paths. It's like throwing the baseball from one base to the other around the, around the horn as it were. Right. Got uh, it. Like, mm-hmm. like after the, uh, after the pitcher throws a strikeout and then you sort of do that thing. Where yeah, they throw the ball exactly. Base just to show off. Yeah. It's more of like a, a staying fresh and warming up sort of thing. Although it could happen in the terms of a triple play too, like I mentioned, but that's of course extremely okay. rare. Uh, and I will also just say uh, the, the show then I didn't mention this before, but just for more information for the next time you get quizzed, uh, the show also uses the around the horn in a pun way, as you might've guessed, they use a horn at the end of each segment of argument. So you have to talk around the horn. Ah, well, that um, well, I think we are going to be talking uh, uh, around this horn, which is signaling the end of the episode. Uh, Roger, if uh, we could get uh, sort of a wrap up um, of how this game went down. Um, what's the final score? Who won? Uh, who got the game ball?
Oh, well, folks, we saw a man in a flannel shirt with all the confidence of an improv comedian uh, who uh, beautifully struck out. Uh, go take a, a big, big poop, Ian. Big, big, big. So, 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 so big. The super pooper, Ian Heron. Give it up, folks. That, that, thank you for calling me beautiful. And I just want to say I don't get to meet a lot of AIs. And uh, this uh, Roger AI is just really nailing this character. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Well, I should have told you, uh, I, I, you know, it was a, it was a prank. Um, so I didn't want to, uh, be, uh, you know, give up the goat too early, but, um, Roger, the Cannon Gannon is actually another improviser. Um, what? Josiah Knight, who was on a previous episode. Yeah, this is, he's not a, he's not the real Roger no! Cannon Gannon. I couldn't get him. Yeah. Um, sounds just but like he him. is. It does. It really does. Uh, so Josiah, thanks for being on the show. Um, uh, and thanks for uh, helping us prank Ian here. Um, uh, we'll catch you next time, Josiah. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, Ian, well, let, let's uh, finish up the show here. Um, I, I really do appreciate you coming on. I feel like I have gotten better around the horn, and I think it has made me uh, a better person. Um, I'm so glad to hear uh, it. it I think that more people could get better by seeing you and hearing you. Um, how can they do that? How can they see and hear you? Hey, Sigmund Fraud, wherever you get your podcast, I play a version of myself, not my real self, a version of myself that has uh, taken a left turn after being an improviser for so long into becoming a therapist. And each week is a, a new improviser friend of mine uh, playing a character opposite me in therapy. Uh, and it's we come out every single Monday. We have 60 episodes from our first season last year, and season two starts uh, – uh, this is Monday, January 9th. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but uh, Monday, January 9th is the uh, debut of our new season. Uh, hopefully. I haven't recorded it yet, but it's scheduled to be. Uh, and uh, I love doing it at Sigmund Fraud Pod on Instagram. Uh, just spelled like Sigmund Freud, except change that Freud to a fraud and you'll find me. Uh, and thank you so much for having me, Cameron. This was so much fun. I love talking around the horn, but I really do have to go take a big, big, big poop. Oh, so he got that right. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. You know, I asked Josiah to be Roger the Cannon Gannon, uh, and um, he and I are both from Kentucky, and so we know, obviously know Roger pretty well. Um, he really added that poop thing, and I was, uh, that was, uh, that's not something, um, Roger the Cannon Gannon, of course, famous for his piss talk, so uh, mm. I was surprised he went the poop route. Mm -hmm. um, well, again, well, he's uh, just saying what he sees. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Um well, Ian, before we go, uh, I, I'll, uh, you know, we, we teed it up at the beginning. Um, so let's, uh, let's, you know, hit it now. Um, the tagline, uh, formally keep getting better again. Any keyhole is a goal. Go goblin mode now and forever. How can we make that better? Okay. I'm actually going to uh, change my original uh, idea because it is the end of the episode. I think we should end on something fun. Uh, so rather than uh, uh, parsing it down to just the word goblin with an exclamation point, I just want to boil it down to the word again with an exclamation point, because I think that's a good summary of what this podcast will ultimately become for you. Just again. OK, well, I have updated uh, my notes and we will make sure to say to the, the end um, before we wrap up. Uh, Ian, do you think there's any way that this could have gone better? You know, we're always trying to get better 
how could this episode have gone better? Oh, jeez. I mean, even though your eyes are closed, I'd love to see your beautiful faces. I assume, Cameron, that you are uh, deep at work right now at the CIA or something so that you can't do that. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, see, see, seeing the knowledge, uh, like seeing when I display a fact that then lands on you, seeing that like be learned on your face is a nice feeling for a teacher. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I guess the uh, listeners at home couldn't see that. So uh, throw in some screenshots or some video clips. There it is. That's my uh, advice. Perhaps I took that question a little too sincerely. And, no, and just yeah, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Of, of course, I do ask Gene in every episode to draw what they see um, uh, as sort of like a court illustrator um, in the episode. Uh, maybe we'll be able to post the image. But honestly, Gene's uh, artwork is uh, very crass and, and not appropriate for most social media. Um, well, Ian, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, uh, and thank you, listener, for listening to Everyone's Better Than Me, But I'm Getting Better, the podcast with Cameron Lindsay. Uh, be sure to share the podcast with your friends. Uh, this is only episode four, so we're trying to get a lot of attention and, and, and getting a lot of people out there rating and reviewing the podcast. You can find us on social media by searching Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, follow us there. And, and feel free to submit your own ideas for fan-submitted questions or ways that we can get to know our guests better. Our music was written and composed by Caleb Ritchie. Thanks so much for listening. Our tagline, of course, again!